Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. What do you really want? Clients will often tell me that the things that they want are a relationship, more money, to lose weight, to travel, but these are goals, not desires. And then they may say that they want to make their parents proud or get over a death or a breakup. They want to have with someone new what they had with someone in the past. They want to have closure. They want to get over someone. They want to stop hurting. These are also not desires. These are longings. Longing for something is not the same as desire. Longing is focusing on something that you don't have. So the longing is really living in the absence of your desire. It's looking backwards or at best looking at things the way that they are right now in your unhappy state. So what is desire? Desires are messages from you to you that show you what will make you feel truly alive. Desires are the magnet that is drawing you to your core, the lusty dreams that invite you to live fully in the waking hours. Desires don't go away when you ignore them. If you have a desire that is denied or perhaps just misidentified, that desire will stick around and make you anxious. It'll grate on you and start to make you feel lackluster and just low energy. In my experience, very few people know what they desire. And fewer still know how to take that desire and use it as fuel to make this life that they're dreaming of. But desire is how you make dreams reality. Why do so few people connect to or understand their true desires? Fear and shame and limiting conditioning, as well as just not having the skills to go in and map out these desires, to really listen. Let's start with fear. This could be anything from fear of judgment, fear of abandonment, fear of losing control. Everyone's fears around not being able to look at their desires is different. You may worry, what if you launch your business and it fails? What if you go broke and you become homeless? What if you desire to open your sexual self to new experiences and then you lose control and spin off into chaos? This is a very common one. What if you create a group of friends to share your deepest thoughts and feelings and one or all of them stab you in the back? We worry that our desires are there to corrupt us. We think of it as the little cartoon devil on our shoulders, like that the desire will be our demise. 
But I truly believe that it's in the denial of our desire that is causing chaos and disease. Fear that things will turn out poorly is often a sign that you have not settled events in your past. Shame plays a big part in our refusal to investigate our desires. If you look at children, they ask for what they want. Their desires are rich and imaginative and the sky is the limit. Kids believe they can be president and that they can hold dual jobs as an astronaut and a ballet dancer. Kids believe they can fly. And then they express these desires to adults and they get told that they're greedy to want three scoops, that they should not touch themselves or seek pleasure. They get taught that desires are gluttony and gluttony is a sin. We tell them to not want or dream. We tell them to grow up. Poor us. We got so many messages that our desires are shameful. And then of course we were never taught how to deal with shame. And shame, when not processed, mutates. It gets ugly. It turns into aggression toward others or aggression toward ourselves inwardly. It is, as they say, a crying shame that this happens to so many of us. Thirdly, limiting belief conditioning is a huge desire crusher. Be reasonable. Have a backup plan. You have to be pretty amazing to play D1. Boys don't do that. Girls don't do that. You can't always get what you want. Here is the thing I want you to hear. Stop taking advice from the fearful, from the tiny-hearted. I was asking for more connection in a relationship, and this person said to me, Gina, what you want doesn't exist. And because I loved them, I believed them, and I shrank. What I know now is that it does exist. Me trying to accept a desire that was a core desire, it was within me, a non-negotiable desire, trying to accept not having that was killing me. My passion for life, for sex, for my own life was dying as I accepted this lie that was just someone saying to me, I'm not the person who can give this. But if you want it, dear listener, if you feel the pull of desire for something, I promise you that it does exist. Cassia Urbaniak writes that the most radical thing a woman can do is want. And I see this over and over again in my coaching. When I ask what clients need to know is true to believe that they can have their desire, they don't know. It's been completely trained out of them this skill of knowing what they want. They are completely at a loss. They spend a fair amount of time justifying reasons why they can't have their desires, but no real connection to the throbbing pulse of what is inviting them into their own greatness. One of my favorite colleagues wrote that the steps to get personal power are, one, know what you want, two, get it, so simple. But as I said, not many people are willing or just have the skills to look at their deepest signals, their desire signal, to go inwards and find the gem that lights them up. If you don't do this, you leave that gem inside and then you will find yourself scrambling to feel good always. You'll never feel happy. You'll never feel quite good enough. You'll never feel like you're getting there. And honestly, living without connecting to your desire will often bring physical pain and discomfort to the body. How does one go about this deep dive into desire? What message is your most vibrant self giving you and how can you receive it? Just to keep the alliteration going, which everyone knows I love, I will say that you will need steps to discover, 
disrupt, develop, and deepen into your desires. Discover your desires by inquiry. Discover what stories are holding you back from those desires. Then disrupt. Recognizing what is holding you back is so crucial, and I find that this is where most people stop, and so they stay stuck because they stop at discover. Keep going. Learn to disrupt these survival responses that are keeping you disconnected to your desire, to your true self. Then develop a new way to connect and to move forward and into your desires. Develop strategies that form pathways toward your desires. And then the final D is to deepen into your desires. Create new stories that feel so aligned with your desires that you give yourself permission to live in accordance with them. I consider devotion for this final D because you will need to devote your attention devote your focus and devote your thoughts and beliefs to this new story, to deepening this new story. To be devoted to oneself is such a beautiful way to live. So deepen into the uniqueness that is you, your destiny, just to throw one more cheesy but apt D word into the mix. This is what you were born to do, what your desires are telling you. All the while, you'll need to know that this journey is safe, that it's positive experience, that it's satisfying. One way to do this is to stay turned on by the process. Use pleasure around this exploration and then sprinkle pleasure and desire as this allowing over yourself as you move through the process. Knowing how to nourish yourself with pleasure is the fastest way to leave the past behind and become the you that lives life in joy. Sometimes it's going to feel uncomfortable, sometimes new, scary, exhilarating, fulfilling. Once you know your desires for love, for freedom to be truly yourself, we call this authenticity, for connection, and for simply more, you can begin. I teach these steps in my coaching programs. Send me a message if you're ready to experience the power of your desire. It's so good. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, we magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me. Thank you.